it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live, our Just Prospect podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 13th, middle of the afternoon. I hope everybody is doing well. I got a lot of requests for to kind of run through the Futures game roster and give, me, give everybody a quick rundown of what to expect. So I'm going to do that. It's probably going to be very quick, hopefully maybe 25 minutes to a half an hour. Uh, just to kind of give you my thoughts on some of these players and, and what you as a fan can kind of uh, be looking out for. First of all, just some details. The Futures game will be a seven-inning affair, which is really disappointing. I don't know why they don't do the full nine innings, but they do not. It'll be Saturday, July 16th at 7 p.m. It'll be out on the West Coast at Dodger Stadium. And my understanding is it's going to be broadcasted on uh, Peacock, the Peacock Network, which is the streaming network for NBC, who does the Sunday, early Sunday morning game, which is about not that early. It's like 11 o'clock. And I, I think to do a really good job, uh, it's always been done at least over the last 10 years or so on the MLB Network. And it's always also been done at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, but they've sh- shifted it around partially because the draft starts on Sunday. So I don't think they wanted some interference with that. But uh, so those are the details I've also heard on the streaming Peacock that it's actually going to be on the premium side. You have to have a premium subscription to actually watch it. I hope that was just tonight because the article I read that from was back in April. I'm hoping that was just a bad idea that never got executed because I do know that I have a premium subscription to Peacock because, of course, it's got the office on it and some other stuff. So you always have to have that on tap. Plus, I think it's pretty good. It's pretty reasonable. I think it's like five bucks a month. Um, But I know they don't have the Sunday morning games. It's not on premium. It's just on the free version. So I'd be disappointed if they would charge you to watch the Futures game. And that would be very, very disappointing. So hopefully... That's just bad information and that everybody will be able to watch it, but we'll soon find out. So, and unfortunately, we'll be able to watch it live because I thought it was going to be on Sunday and I have plans to, uh, I have plans on, on uh, 
that afternoon. I doubt I'll be able to get back by 7 to watch it, so I'll catch it later that evening because it, it'll be on demand to be able to watch it on, on Spectrum, excuse me, on the Peacock. So anyway, so those are some of the details. I obviously am not going to the game. I considered it, but Major League Baseball has also done something with Minor League Baseball. It was always each of the different leagues would have a um, all-star game. I don't see any of those all-star games. I can't find any mention of an all-star game, but it looks like they've given all of the minor league uh, teams basically a four day, four days off, just like the major league squad. So there's no minor league games going on at all. Um, So I don't have anything to do. So if I were to fly out to Los Angeles to watch the game, for a seven-inning game to watch two at-bats of Corbin Carroll seems like a dumb idea. So I'm not going. I've been to numerous Futures games. It's a lot of fun. If you actually live out in the Los Angeles area, I would highly encourage you to go. Uh, it, it's it's really it's great. I mean, there's just a who's who of prospects that are out there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it would be a good opportunity for you to do that. But I will not be going. Uh, and I'll find out where the All-Star game is next year. And if it's a little closer, maybe the flights will be a little bit more reasonably priced. They actually priced the ticket. It was, I think it was $1,400 for coach to go from New Jersey out to Los Angeles. And then the hotel room is going to be three or 400 bucks. It's just crazy. So I'm not doing it. Anyway, let's get on to some of these players. First of all, Arizona is sending... Uh, I guess the number one prospect in baseball now, that's Corbin Carroll. He's just a wonderful player. Uh, speed and power. It looks like he's going to be able to hit a little bit. The only thing that we worry about is his size. And then Jordan Lawler, who could be the number one prospect at some point before he matriculates up to the major leagues. This guy's just got all of the tools. He's also a little on the little side like uh, Corbin Carroll is. Another reason that he dropped a little bit in his draft, but incredibly athletic, speed and power, and is having a fine season this year. There is two stars next to his name. That indicates a player added as a replacement. So Jordan Lawler has been added as a replacement. So uh, looking at the MLB.com the version there, and there's one asterisk means... Indicates player was original roster, but was has been replaced. Okay, so uh, Lawler will be there. He might get one at bat. So don't ex- he's not going to start. Carroll will definitely start. Atlanta City left-handed pitcher Jarrett Schuster. He's a, actually a really interesting prospect. Really good stuff. Looks like he's going to be able to throw strikes. So uh, a very, very interesting guy that I'd like to see. And he'll probably definitely get uh, some opportunities to pitch. It just so uh, if you haven't, I don't think Schuster's made our hot prospect, but he was their the Braves' first uh, first round pick back in 2020. He's already in Double A and having a good season. It's walking a few too well. No, he's 98 strikeouts over 21 walks and 84 innings, 62 hits given up, seven home runs. It's big, strong kid. So there's a lot to like with. Um, with Schuster, right? So, um, and he's from the left side as well. Now, doesn't, you know, the fastball sits low 90s, so he's not a fireballer, but he definitely throws strikes, and that's what you want to see in a kid that doesn't have overpowering stuff. Uh, let me get back to, where did my uh, list go? Oh, there it is. Sorry about that. Um, Gunnar Henderson is going from the from the uh, Baltimore Orioles. 
you know, I think he's going to play shortstop when he gets up to the Orioles. I've seen him play short. He's played some third. He's also could play some second. So, you know, I, Jorge Mateo is actually a pretty good short defensive shortstop, but I'm not sure he's got a major league bat. I mean, their fantasy owners love him because of his speed. But Gunnar Henderson is, you know, top 10 prospect in the game, really can hit, great approach at the plate, and has really – this year in particular has really cut down his strikeouts. Uh, not overwhelming power, not overwhelming speed. Kind of a Wander Franco kind of player where it might be 15-15, maybe 18-18 kind of guy. But a kid I think that's really going to hit. And um, I know Tim and I talked about Wander Franco in comparison to J-Rod and Vlad, and he dropped him a lot. I, I think Wanda Franklin's going to be just fine and a very, very good baseball player. I have the same opinion about Gunnar Henderson, but don't expect 30 home runs. Don't expect 25 stolen bases type of thing. Boston was going to send Brayon Bello, but he is up in the major leagues. I, I, I haven't seen word that he's gotten demoted. It was been two rough starts. Uh, good arm. I mentioned him before. I think he's long-term as a reliever. Um, I mean, it's, it's a bad delivery. It's a reliever delivery. It's a lot of effort in it. He's not all that big. It reminds me a lot of Severino with the Yankees, who I always thought would be a reliever, and I was wrong on that. It looks like he is definitely a starter. And then again, I'm really excited about Sedan Raffaello. He's made our hot prospect list a bunch of times. Uh, can play everywhere. He's a really good center fielder. Played a little short, played a little third base. I think he's going to be out in center field. Now, obviously playing for the Red Sox, does he ever get a chance to come up? I, I think he does. And it could be, it's not going to be this year, but it could be next year or at worst 2024. The Cubs are spending, sending Pete Crow Armstrong. I haven't seen him in a while. He's now in high A, just tore up low A. A little stumble when he got to high A, but he's now really picked it up. Uh, had Actually had a really good weekend, so he actually might make our hot pros- prospect of the week next week. Uh, another very, very good prospect. Somebody I'm very anxious to see. Kid I've never seen, but he makes our hot prospect all list all the time. That's Ellie De La Cruz. Um, look, this guy has got Byron Buxton written all over him. He's just a really remarkable athlete with speed and power. It's going to come down to how much he hits. Uh, there's a lot of swing and miss in his game. But, you know, there might be just a lot of swing and miss in his game, and people who are fantasy owners just got to deal with that. Uh, you know, it might come with a 240 batting average, but it could come with 25-25. And I keep saying it reminds me a lot of Jazz Chisholm. Uh, the Cleveland Indians are sending George Valara, who I just saw a few weeks back. I love this player, really athletic, has all the tools to me to be an impact performer. Uh, got a lot of style out there playing. You'll see if hopefully at a home run, I'll have a very nice um bat flip involved in there so he's a very exciting player and a guy that's that's been a top prospect forever just because he was signed as that young latin 16 year old so he's he's been known for a long time he's still not that old but uh you know he's still kicking around and then uh johensky noel i actually he made a hot prospect it was either last week or the week before last and I saw an interview with him and yes he does pronounce his last name Noel huge raw power going to have swing and miss in his game Uh, I doubt he's a starter but uh, you know an interesting prospect a kid that probably should be owned in most dynasty leagues that roster 150 to 200 prospects Colorado is sending Zach Veen and Ezekiel Tovar Veen is, you know, a top 25 prospect. 
He always gets compared to Robert Hassel just because they were taken in the same draft. Uh, Hassel's the better hitter. Veen has got the more exciting tools. Good outfielder as well. Um, the question is, you know, he might strike out too much, and that might be just something we have to live with. But there's definitely a 30 stolen base potential there and probably 15 to 20 home run pop, a really good prospect. Ezekiel Tovar is a kid that I actually recently just saw. Um, can really play shortstop, definitely tooled up. You know, I question the swing is not great, so I question that a little bit, though I think he's been making um, okay uh, contact this year, so it really hasn't affected him too much. But that's another guy that's now in double A, probably sees the major leagues at some point next season. Let's quickly take a look at what his strikeout rate is. Um, So he's got uh, 64 strikeouts in... Yeah, 300 of 280 bats. So yeah, he's yeah he's making good contact. A little aggressive. Uh, only eight percent walk rates. He's a little aggressive at the plate. But I did saw him, and he has 13 home runs, 17 stolen bases. So speed and power there, there, and he's only going to do better once he moves up to uh, the major leagues. Oscar Colas is the lone representative from the White Sox. Um, Cuban kid that was signed 2000. Was it this past January or last January? Can't recall. Huge power. I've never seen him. Anxious to see what he can do. Uh, let me let me cover the Detroit Tigers, and then I'll take a quick break. Uh, they're sending Dylan Dingler, who is, I see, was with AA last year. I saw him play back when I saw Spencer Torkelson. Um, Dingler's a nice catcher. I kind of um, probably a second division catcher for me. A pretty good defensive catcher. I know a lot of people like his offensive score. I didn't quite like the swing when I saw it, but he's a kid that uh, probably will start for, so I guess he's going to be in the American League. So he might start for the American League. Once we take a look at all the catchers, we'll see if he starts. And then a kid that's really popped up this year, and that is Wilmer Flores. And it's interesting because Wilmer Flores is the brother of the other Wilmer Flores that came up as a Met Where's he playing now? Is it San Francisco? That Wilmer Flores. Um, And they just have different middle names. And apparently, get this, they've got two younger brothers, and their name is Wilmer Flores. So it reminds me, remember that one of the Bob Newhart shows? It was, here's my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. I don't remember the show well enough. Did they ever say that they had different middle names? But maybe you know, naming your children Latin Latin parents named their children Wilmer Flores, probably after the father, and then just changed the middle name to tell them apart, you know, to you know, to be able to call them apart. I don't know if that is a, a Latin thing, but it's actually kind of interesting. So uh but anyway, he's a prospect, good arm, uh and good find by the uh Detroit Tigers because he wasn't a huge sign by them. Uh, in fact they were scouting other players when they discovered him and they they I forgot it was a couple hundred grand or something they signed him for and he's really started to already turn a profit there let me take a quick break get back and finish the list up hey it's Kaylee 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Houston Astros are sending Hunter Brown. Really good arm. Uh, great stuff. Just doesn't throw enough strikes. Again, when pitchers will pitch, they're only going to pitch one inning. Uh, so don't expect to get a you know a big sense for these guys. Uh, it's much like the uh, All-Star game, uh, the Major League All-Star games. They're going to pitch one inning. And because there's so many players, there's only seven innings, they might only face one or two batters top. So consequently, those guys are going to be throwing hard. <laughs> so you, you wouldn't be surprised if Hunter Brown touches the upper 90s. But his big problem is he's never been able to throw strikes. They're also sitting Yannier Diaz, who is actually a really nice catcher, um, might play a little for first base as well. Uh, I like Corey Lee a little bit more. He's up with the major league team last I looked, actually. Um, you know, he's fallen a little bit. Uh, doesn't have loud tools. Uh, Diaz maybe has a little more pop than Corey Lee does, but uh, I, I kind of like Diaz, and I'm anxious to, to see him out there. Nick Prado, we just talked about him earlier this week. Uh, huge raw power, three true come out outcome player. Uh, there's going to be a lot of walks. There's going to be a lot of strikeouts, and there's going to be big-time power. Uh, Kai Bush uh, is with the Angels. That's who the Angels are sending. And uh, big-time arm, uh, big velocity, will have trouble probably repeating his delivery and ultimately throwing strikes. The Dodgers, because they're hosting, get to send three guys. They're sending Diego Cartaya, who is just one of my favorite prospects in the game. Actually just offered a trade out, included him in a trade from my side, trying to secure Max Scherzer. So he'd be the lead prospect there. We'll see if other people feel the same. I think that guy has a chance to be Jordan Alvarez at the catching position, a guy with, um, who can really hit with big time power. Uh, they're also sending right-handed pitcher, Bobby Miller, who also made our hot prospects earlier this week. Um, you know, he was the last pick in the 2020 draft, I believe, um, in the first round. And, it wasn't really talked about a lot as a kid going all that high. The Dodgers like what they saw. Really good stuff. 
yeah, wish he had a little bit better control. Probably a number three, maybe a number two starter. Um, but a, a very, very interesting guy. And Miguel Vargas, who, if he wasn't playing for the Dodgers, would be talked about a lot more. This guy's a really good player. Uh, kind of third base, first base. He's probably going to primarily play first base in the major leagues. And I think as the Dodgers start to turn over that roster, you'll figure out who they're actually going to retain. And you could see Vargas getting full-time at bats over the next couple of years. Mamie Marlin sending Yuri Perez is just a stud. You know, just, um, we've talked enough about him. Six foot eight, throw strikes with a mid-90s fastball. And as he puts on weight, you're going to see a lot of Tristan McKenzie in him because he's so tall and long, long meaning thin. But once he puts on a little bit of weight, uh, you're going to be looking at a guy that's probably hitting the upper 90s. Milwaukee is sending one of the pure pop-up players here, and it's good to see, and that is Jackson Churio. Um, He's a guy that, I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but, um, you know, he was not really, he was on my top 100. He made them Milwaukee's top 15, I believe, um, but has had a really remarkable season as a pure 18-year-old playing in low A. He'll probably only get one at bat as well, but anxious to see what he can do. They're also sending left-handed pitcher Antoine Kelly, A-N-T-O-I-N-E, who's actually getting pretty close to the major leagues. Let's see what he can do. Minnesota has been sending Spencer Steer and Matt Walner. Eh, not a whole lot to stay there. Uh, I think uh, those guys are probably second division starters for me in the long run. The Mets are sending Francisco Alvarez, who you know, has been talk about him coming up sometime here in the, the second half. I don't see it unless there's an injury. The Mets need pitching. So, uh, but they're going to get Jacob DeGrom back. So maybe they don't need anything. Maybe they're just a really good team. Uh, they're also sending a Mark Vientas. I believe Brett Batty was supposed to go and he got hurt. So Vientas is uh, uh, a replacement for him. I like Vientas, I like Batty a little bit more. Vientas did not make her top 100, but they're similar players. Big power, big swing and miss in the game. Your Yankees, I don't know why they get to send three guys. I, I don't know. I know the home team always sends three guys. And I don't know why some teams only send one. Why are the Angels only sending one guy? I, I really don't know that answer. So I apologize. But the Yankees are sending three guys. Anthony Volpe, who I've seen a ton. Uh, just a really athletic guy. Good speed. Can hit. Don't worry about the batting average. He's been rolling over on a lot of pitches. Line drives have turned into ground balls. I think that corrects itself. Jason Dominguez, if I if I remember correctly, was there last year. So typical Yankees, man. They love to hype their prospects. And Dominguez, I'm anxious to see what you all think. He's a big kid. He's a stocky kid already. Really good speed, though. I think that speed starts to diminish. And I question how much ultimate power he is going to have. And then Ken Waldichuk. I hope everybody gets a chance to see him. I hope he gets a full inning in there. Um a really, really good curveball and, and changeup. Really good secondary pitches. Fastball is an average pitch, maybe slightly above average. I think he can really pitch. And I think Tim actually recommended him to you all based on in his waiver report based on my suggestion. So hopefully he won't make a liar out of me. Oakland is sending Shea Lang Lears, who was drafted by the Atlanta Braves. Really good defensive catcher who's starting to put some offensive game together. And they're also sending Denzel Clark, who I don't know a lot about, so I'm anxious to see him. 
One of my favorite prospects in the game is Philadelphia Phillies' Logan O'Hoppy. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see a couple of the bats of him. Uh, a guy that popped up last year and is continuing to have a very solid season this year. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, one star, they were sending Henry Davis. Oh, he is he was a, one of the original players, and he is not going. So uh, I have to check why. Um, I'd love to see Henry Davis out there playing first overall pick last year, just having an okay season this year. It's not, I mean, he's, he's playing fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the season, but I recall if I recall the, uh, let me take a, let me bring his stat line up real quick. Um, I think it's just, let's see. It started off in high, hit 341. That was good. Five home runs and five stolen bases. I, I'm not sure where the five stolen bases came from. But five home runs and 82 at-bats, that's pretty good. And it's only been 62 at-bats in Double A, and he's been hurt. And he's batting 177 with a 320 on-base percentage. So he must he got hurt. Um, this last game was July 7th, so I'm not sure what is going on there but he will not be playing uh, you know I, I he's definitely a first division catcher the catcher of the future with um with the pittsburgh pirates but if i take a look at like the elite catchers um i'm beginning to think that henry davis is going to fall more into that I, I shouldn't say this because i think he's better than um than Oh, then Bart, Joey Bart out in, uh, in in San Francisco. But Joey Bart's kind of just on the outside of those great young catchers that are moving through the minor leagues. I'm beginning to wonder if Henry Davis is kind of in that second tier as, as we go through. Hopefully he'll get healthy and get back. But the season he's putting up in double A so far has not been good. When Pittsburgh came through, he was still in high A. So I haven't had a chance to see him play yet. San Diego sending Robert Hassel the third. Um, really good player, can really hit. Good speed, not sure how much power he's going to have, kind of a classic leadoff guy. Seattle sending Emerson Hancock, his right-handed pitcher. I really like him. Uh, I still think his upside's a little higher than George Kirby, but it could be in a bullpen role because he doesn't repeat his delivery as well as like a George Kirby, but he's got bigger stuff than Kirby does. So I'm anxious to see him out there pitching as well. Uh, San Francisco is sending uh, Kyle Harrison, who's actually one of the better pitching prospects. I think he was kind of mid-pack when I put my list together. So that is Kyle Harrison. Uh, David Villar, I think he got promoted to the big league. So he is a double star. Oh, he's added as a replacement. Or is that the kid that, that Tim was talking about potentially getting a call. Anyway, we'll get a chance to see David Villar. Uh, St. Louis is sending Jordan Walker, who is top 10 prospect in the game. Kid that's not talked about. Let's hope he has a really good game. And then Mason Wynn, who's really tooled up. Big time speed can, can, I mean, you know, we talk about, I just found that that Michael Geddes, who was drafted originally by San Diego, has found his way into um, the Boston Red Sox organization. And Sox Prospect just tweeted out earlier that he's been playing very well as a reliever. And Michael Geddes, when he came up, was you know, five-tooled up. Turned out he was four-tools. Big speed, big arm, huge raw power. Couldn't hit. I mean, just could not hit. In fact, one year when he was in AAA, he had 31 home runs and like 25 stolen bases. 
but I think struck out 170 times and walked 20 times. And eventually he gave up and and became, sounds like a reliever and is doing quite well. So we might see him in the big leagues maybe next year as a reliever. That would be a huge win because that guy is working his ass off to, to make it to the major leagues. The reason I bring that up, I think Mason Wynn's going to come up as a positional player, shortstop, second baseman. But if he doesn't, he can come up as a pitcher as well. Big arm as well. Really tooled up guy and another under the radar prospect. So you got two in the St. Louis organization that are somewhat falling under the radar. I was only going to take one break. Let me take two because I need to get a quick drink of water and let me get back and uh, finish this list up. I think we've only got five or six more teams left. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tampa Bay is sending my one of my favorite prospects, and that is Taj Bradley. Really athletic kid. Big stuff. Throw strikes. Number two. Um, ceiling on him. Very excited about that. And Curtis Mead, who... You know, if you like Juan Franco, you like Gunnar Henderson, you might like Curtis Mead, another guy that can really hit, got some pop, a little bit of speed, uh, and just kind of floats under the radar. But he's got a plus hit, so I think this guy's got a chance to hit 280 to 300 with a very high on-base percentage and pop 15 to 20 home runs. It's probably third base. It maybe moves to first base. Is that going to be enough for a full-time player at first base, enough pop? That's probably the big question, but it's a kid that can really hit an exciting, exciting player. Texas is sending Jack Leiter, who I've seen pitch, had a really bad outing when I saw him. Um, he's actually not had a great season. So as I'm talking, I will look him up. So it's it's anxious. I mean, he's a he's one of those, um, what is it, one of the players that knows he's good acts like he's good so he's kind of the alpha male that's out there but so far it's uh 14 games a 630 era with five and 5.4 walks per nine so he's just not been able to throw throw strikes and that's what i when i saw my that's what it was now he was always able to throw strikes when he was in in college and made him the number two overall selection so let's see if he has control problems he might overthrow maybe there's some of that going on this year could it be that Texas, you know, his first professional uh, his professional debut was in Double A, and that's all he's known? Did they kind of over um, put him in a league a league that he wasn't able to handle? I don't know, but it's a getting up a hit an inning with way too many walks. Now he is striking out over eleven per nine, which is good, but he's got to get that control under under uh, control, or it's not going to it's not going to end well for him. Uh, he's a better pitcher than that kid. That uh, I live in a town called Morristown, New Jersey, and that's he went to school about three miles away. High school is about three miles away from a really, really good school, private school that's well known for their their baseball program. Uh, Anthony Volpe went there as well. Um. They're also sending Dustin Harris, who looks like he's a replacement. 
I love Dustin Harris. Probably going to be a first baseman, maybe an outfielder. I think we could see him second half of this year. I, I really like that player a lot. Popped up last year. Ricky Tiedemann is with the Toronto Blue James, the left-handed pitcher. He gets a call out, and uh, so we should see him. Um, good stuff. A guy that's really ratcheted up my list this year. And they're also sending uh, Yosver Zaluti, who I probably butchered his name, I believe is a reliever. I don't know a lot about him. I apologize. Uh, and the Washington Nationals are sending Cade Cavilli, who I'm surprised is still in the minor leagues. I I think he has a chance to be a mid-rotation starter, a very good pitcher, a guy who you know, should have moved through the system quickly, is. Um, you could see him pitch in this future game and then right after the All-Star break, make his major league debuts. A lot of times you see that. And they're also sending a guy named Darren Baker, who I don't know who is. So I think out of all these teams and what, so about average of 10 to so about 60 players I knew, 57 of them. <laughs> That's pretty good. A couple guys I just didn't know, so I apologize on that. Anyway, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, it's disappointing it's only seven innings, but enjoyed. I know I will. Hopefully it's going to be on free TV on Peacock. If not, then you'll have to I'll fork over the five bucks to see it, or I think it comes on... Sunday at 9 a.m. Don't hold me to this. Sunday at 9 a.m. on the MLB Network. Uh, that's the TV version. Which, you know, it's ridiculous that we're having to kind of find the game and figure out if we can watch it. It's just so annoying. I mean, it should be more heavily publicized than that. It should be getting a, you know, a great time slot. Saturday at 7 p.m. doesn't feel like a great time slot to me. I know I've got plans uh, I mean, I would cancel, but it's with my kids. So I get one of my children. So I really can't do that. So, uh, so we're, we've got plans there, but I will definitely be able to watch it, but that's major league baseball. Hopefully they'll figure it out, but I know it's going to be fun to watch and fun to watch these kids and kind of their final dress rehearsal almost for the, for the major leagues. If you go back and take a look at last year's roster, I bet you over half of those guys are already in the major leagues. So this is really the last time you'll get one of the few last times you'll get a chance to see them against minor league competition. So they are really, most of these guys are just about ready. They're all top prospects or most of them are top prospects. That is it, everybody. Uh, Tim and I will be back on Friday talking. Oh, I've already put the notes together. Oh, we're going to be doing our mid-season fantasy MVPs by positions. So we'll be doing that, getting Tim's guys, two guys that he's going to pick up this weekend. And we're also going to cover the all-star rosters, the you know, the uh, the bench players and just is there anybody else that should have been in there so those notes are out because I've got stuff to do over here over the next uh, 48 hours but Tim and I will be recording on Friday morning like we always do until then be well <laughs>